Let's Play Pretend is an explicit podcast with subject matter that may be disturbing to some listeners. Content warnings are found in the description of every episode. We here at Let's Play Pretend take mental health very seriously. If you or someone that you know is suffering from any mental health issues, please reach out. It's as simple as picking up your telephone and dialing 988 to reach a suicide prevention hotline. Or if you're the kind of person like me that does not like to talk on the phone, text 988. There is somebody there 24-7. And if you don't want to reach out to a stranger, you have friends and family that are always there for you. Please, if you are suffering from any of these, reach out. You matter. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play Pretend. My name is Jordan Derringer, and I am your DMGM keeper, handler, and host, and I did it right for once. Oh, my God. Before I fuck anything else up, I'm going to hand it over to Nick Barnett. My girlfriend is dead because her dead brother twisted her head, Uh, and my name is Ned. (laughs) And Breck Black. Uh, Ned, I don't think now is the time to rhyme. I think now is the time to run like a hell. And what's your character's name? I am Ryan. I'm still learning. <laughs> and Matt Check. Now it's time for action and ninja moves, says Arthur. And my lovely wife, Melanie Derringer. That was the longest 15 fucking seconds of my entire goddamn life. Plus, my best friend is dead, so I don't know what to do here. I think it was I'm closer to Samantha. 2025, but whatever. It was so fucking long. Um, I'm playing Samantha. All right. I think we figured out our intro. All right. So, last time on Let's Play Pretend. Sorry, I had to do it. You're so fucking weird tonight. <laughs> I am. I don't know why. I'm sorry, guys. I'm he sorry. He did more than just a bump at work. I could tell you why he's feeling like this, because the motherfucker was so excited that he had brats for dinner. I was so excited. We had brats tonight, and I was like really jonesing for some brats, and they were really good. They were bacon cheddar brats. Are you saying you have a brat high right now? Mm-hmm. Apparently. It was brats and Arby's curly fries. Well, now I'm hungry again. Melanie, no more brats before recording. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Anyways. They weren't even beer brats. That's the thing. They were just brats. Let's continue. Okay. Let's play pretend. Let's start. For the eighth time. <laughs> Maybe. we. I mean, we only Third were time all here 45 minutes ago. Welcome to the intro. Yeah, that's just what we're doing. We're just doing nothing but intro. So Stop that's what this fucking with is. your microphone. Me? No, Jordan. Yeah, that was me that time. I was like, I'm not doing my uh, my cord was caught between my leg and the desk. Okay. So last time you guys found Ashley in the treehouse, and you saw that she was all excited because she found out how she could contact her dead brother, and you guys were able to talk her down and just 
basically talk her off the edge. And upon doing that, you guys went to the mall, had a bite to eat, talked a little bit about things. She said if she was able to figure out how to do it correctly, that it was something she was still interested in doing because she needed closure. You guys were able to talk her out of it. Like her and Samantha had a had a heart to heart and Samantha finally just said, fuck it. Let's do it. If this is what you need, we're here for you. Let's do this. She assured you guys, hey, it's not going to happen now. I want to make sure this is done right. I know Arthur knows about this kind of stuff, so I will recruit him. We will. We'll do this the, the right way. <clears throat> couple months pass. You guys are back in school. Things seem to be going great. You all attended Chris's funeral. It was as beautiful as a funeral could be. Um, his. His service was well respected, well taken care of. You guys were back in school. Everything seemed to be going well. On Halloween day at school, you got a message from Ashley telling you to come by the treehouse after work or after after work. <laughs> Yay, being an adult. That's all that's on my brain anymore. You were told to come to the treehouse after school because she had to talk to you all. The second you all walked into the treehouse, she cast a spell from wherever it is she's getting spells from that pushed you all up against the wall. Upon doing that, she told you, I'm sorry, this is Halloween. The veil between the living and the dead is the thinnest here. So if we're going to do this, this is the one chance I have and I need you here. She proceeds to cut her hand and squeeze some blood into this bowl that you guys could not see the contents of. Squeeze some blood into this bowl, light a match, and ignite it. What happened next was you saw a tear in reality as two ghostly hands came out of this tear and pulled it open, struggled to pull it open, but finally got it open, and Chris emerged. And it seemed like everything went fine until all of a sudden it didn't. Next thing you see, you cannot see Chris's thumbs anymore because they are lodged through Ashley's eyes. At this point, you guys were released from your from whatever was holding you against the wall, but you were too stunned to really move. And the next moment, you heard a sickening crack as her body was still facing Chris, but her head was facing you guys. And that's where we're starting right now. At this moment, I had Ned and I had Ryan. Well, I had all of you roll uh, sanity, but Ned and Ryan both failed to the highest extent, both lost five sanity, which brought you to the fight, flight, or faint, and you both rolled fight. So before that can resolve, there's one thing that you see. Everything seems to be happening in slow motion at this moment. You see, when when he came through the, the portal, Chris looked as you remembered him. He looked obviously not dead, but he looked like he was doing well. He looked fine. Ashley's body falls backwards in slow motion. Like this is all happening in slow motion for you guys. Her body falls backwards onto the table. You see the bowl fly through the air as her back hits the table. Her arms outspread. Her head would be like as if you were looking up, but instead it's as if she's looking down because her head is backwards at this moment. 
And as her body falls, Chris's appearance changes. You see the same person. You still see Chris, but you know how he died now. All over the front of his chest, you see tears in his clothes. You see bullet holes. You see claw marks. You see he is absolutely covered in blood. And his face looks absolutely normal. Except for the fact that there is a gaping hole where his right eye should be. And blood all down his cheek. And he makes eye contact with you, Ned, and he grins. No, 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 no. And Ned's going to charge. Not thinking, not punching. I'm just running up and I'm trying to throw my arm out and clotheslining straight into this thing. You want to try to attack him. So go ahead and roll me. Roll me an unarmed combat, but do it at a negative 20. Negative 20. Okay. I rolled an ought two on a modified 30. Okay. So you swing. Are you, you said you're trying to clothesline him or you're trying to punch him? I'm just arm out, just trying to run in and knock him over. Okay. So you run up and you have your arm out like you're trying to just basically tabletop him. And you connect. You do connect. Ugh! And now I want you to roll me a power. Power. Okay. 67 on an 80. 67. Wow, your power is an 80? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. Um, He stands his ground. You do not knock him over. But you do notice that he does stumble back as he pushes you to the side. This isn't real. You're not real. You're dead. <laughs> and as you hit the ground, he looks down at you again and grins. And he goes, Oh, I'm real. I'm as real as any of you standing here right now. But let me tell you one thing. This version of real is nothing to fuck with. No, no, no. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm just going to start hitting my head. I'm just going to start bashing into the side of my own head, trying to wake myself up. This is a nightmare. As I see Ned doing that, uh, Arthur grabs his kunai he got from his animes and runs at him screaming, Get away from my friends, you demon! I'm also going to attack him. Okay. Um, With a kunai... That is, I believe. Oh, can't have you uh, unarmed on that. Um, it's melee weapon minus two. <laughs> Roll me a melee weapons attack. You got it. First roll of the night for me. Oh my god! <laughs> was that too loud? No, it's perfect. I love it. Nine out of 30. Okay. I also want you to roll me a power. 15 out of 50. Okay. So you swing, you connect, same kind of thing, 
It doesn't seem like it really does damage. It he seems to stagger a little bit more, but he also... Can I have stabbed him in the eye? In the eye or in the hole? The other eye, the regular eye. So that way he's blind. So normally I would have you do that as like a called shot kind of thing, which I would give you a, a decrease on. I'll let it go this time. Um, you do hit him in the eye, but you notice that it doesn't really seem to do anything to him. And uh, she's definitely dead. She's definitely dead. And as your kunai uh, makes contact, he also pushes you to the ground. Oh. That was uh, Arthur <laughs> falling noise. I love just it. For, uh, that was just terrible. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, you also uh, rolled to fight, correct? Yes. Okay, so how do you want to resolve that? Ryan, seeing them run in and not being able to do very much, uh, kind of panics because he's planning on making a run for it. Um, grabs one of the chairs from the table and just swings it with everything he has at this thing's face. And just screams, just, ah, just no words, no nothing. Okay. Um, I will also have you roll uh, melee weapons and power. And give me both those numbers. That is a aught six on a 50 for the melee weapons. Okay. And... That is, oh, a 75 on a 75 for power. Okay, so you do succeed. If it meets, it beats. Same as uh, D&D. So if you hit your number, you do succeed. So he is going to take the chair to the face. And as the chair collides with him, it shatters. Like... It's like you took the chair and you just hit it against a concrete wall. It just breaks. And he kind of pushes you backwards so that way you hit the table where Ashley's body is at. Can I, uh, uh, since he's like a demon and uh, my Arthur, my, my character Arthur is like a super nerd in the occult. Can I, like, roll to, like, look around to see if whatever Ashley had on the ground might be something that can blind him or poison a demon? Uh, you can, yeah, you can look around. Roll me a, uh, search. Oof. 25 out of 20. You don't see anything that you think in any of your research would help. Now, before any of the rest of you have a chance to do anything else, Chris takes his hands and claps them together. And in that moment, another shockwave goes off. All the candles that were lit disperse. Like, they all go out. And he's standing there and kind of chuckles to himself. And he goes... Right now, I don't have time to play around with you guys. I have other things to take care of. But do me a favor and thank my sister for this wonderful opportunity. And with that, he disappears. 
Okay, is anybody else picturing Billy from Stranger Things? Because that's all I'm fucking picturing right now. Right. When he's possessed. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't my initial thought on Chris. Billy but with a shotgun like blast in his head. Blam. So at this point, the candles are out. It is dark in the treehouse, but you guys are alone. Um, it would be at this point. Samantha has been in complete shock this entire time. And the second they were let go from the wall, she kind of just slumped down to her knees. Her eyes have not left Ashley's body since all of this happened. Um, She is going to, since she is on her knees and still in shock, she crawls over to Ashley and kind of just cradles her. To And she's just sobbing at this point. I'm going to make one quick addendum to what you just said. Okay. The lights are out. So you did take your eyes off of Ashley for a moment. Fucking hate you. When you crawl over to the table to cradle her, her body's gone. So Samantha is literally just sitting there sobbing currently. Unable to like even talk or, or move. She's just. We're all in the dark. 100 complete shock. Yes, you're all in the dark right now. I'll pull out my lighter and light my lighter. (laughs) I have no idea what was just said because three people talked at once. Lighter. I has one. Same. Ryan is trying to scramble for one of the candles that uh, was on the table that he's currently backed up against. I'm not even going to make you roll for that. She had like 30 candles on the table for this ritual, so it's not going to be hard for you to find it. For you to find one to light it. Arthur sees uh, Samantha freaking out in the corner, and he goes over and say, it's okay, we're gonna fight this motherfucker, and we're gonna excise this demon. She, um, as Arthur comes over to her and he's close enough, she kind of just, like, throws herself at him. And just starts crying into his shoulder. He just starts comforting her. Like, we're going to kill the demon. And uh, just like, he he realizes this is probably the one time you shouldn't keep going on about demons. And he just (laughs) stops talking. I want you all to roll me one more sanity after fighting with Chris. Fuck. Where is my? at the bottom or is that no that's a luck 80 on a 74 okay sanity is at the top under statistical data sanity points is the third one down hit points willpower sanity shit 88 out of 46 okay mine's gone down you said under statistics yeah, or it's like hit points, oh, willpower. I found it. It's under derived attributes. Derived. I said statistical data. It's the black bar on the left. I got a 48 out of 67. Okay, so Samantha and Ryan, you will not lose any uh, sanity. Uh, Ned and Arthur each lose one. Who has the highest... Uh, alertness, I guess. I was looking for a listen, but there isn't a listen on this like there is on Call of Cthulhu. Who, yeah, who has the highest alertness? 
I think it might be I got a me. 60. Not me. 62. Yeah, not me. <laughs> you have a 62? Yeah. And Ryan, you said you have a 60? Yeah. Okay. Um, Samantha, roll me an alertness. Uh, f- 47 out of 60. Okay. You hear from somewhere in the distance something that sounds like metal groaning. Oh, what does metal groaning sound like? It's it's like metal bending, but bending like it's making a sound like it doesn't want to bend. Like a metal screech. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell from where it's coming from? Yes. It is coming from the direction of the town water tower. Okay. Um was it Ashley? Samantha <laughs> pushes herself up off of Arthur's shoulder and kind of wipes her tears away. And she sits there for a second, listening closely to the sound. Does does anyone else hear that? As you say that, you hear a thud. As if something just collided with the ground. She jumps a little bit. Ryan's gonna move to one of the windows and try to look out, see if he can see anything. Arthur's gonna fumble around and try to find a a book that uh, Ashley was using. Maybe he can use his occult skills to find out how to reverse summon this demon. Okay. Let me resolve Arthur first. Arthur, roll me a search. God, I hope I rolled good. No. 76 out of 20. Damn. My glasses. I'm going to let you roll one more time. Roll me in a cult. All right. That would be six out of 52. Okay. Y'all ready for this? I need everybody except for Matt to remove your headphones. So as you find this book, you find in her handwriting a list. And I will text this list to you so that way you have it as well. Oh, thank God. But the list consists of, it says, list for ritual. You need a dog heart, a horse liver, a finger of a father, a cat's femur bone ground to dust, hair of a deceased loved one, and fresh blood. Oh, there was a lot more to this ritual than she let on. And that's everything that you will need. And you get the idea that... Well, we'll come back to that. I'll I'll come back to that with you. Okay. So as of right now... I'm going to put to everybody else. Could you send me the list before we go back so I can? Yeah, I will here in just a second. Uh, Select. Okay, so Arthur is off looking for his for what he's looking for. Ryan, you said you wanted to look off towards the 
water tower to see if you could see what was making the noise, correct? Yes. I'm not even going to make you roll for this one. Isn't that weird? We're playing a we're playing an RPG and I'm not going to make you roll. You look out the window of the treehouse and you see a very dark shape in the distance that is over the trees moving. Uh guys, I think we have a problem. You hear the groaning of you hear the groaning of the metal again and another slam from further away. Like it's not like this is right on you, but you hear this in the distance. I think and I want you to tell me I'm crazy, especially after what we've seen tonight. But I think the water tower is walking. Arthur wants to go look and uh, look out the window as well. Can I stop okay. him before he goes there? Uh, you guys can roll an opposed check, yeah, if you want to. I absolutely do. Not unless, combat. Unless Arthur doesn't want to be opposed. Like, if Arthur's just going to let you stop him, then oh, you yeah. can just stop him. Arthur's kind of shooken up with, by what's going on. If his friend's going to stop him, he's going to stop him. Hey, Arthur? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, we ain't talked about this in a long time. Is this real? Yeah. I, I, I'll i be honest with you, man. I I was just kind of like enjoying it because it was like, oh, hey, fantasy and shit. But now that I know it's real, this is shit is terrifying. Uh, 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 you helped her with this, right? Uh, Well, I kind of she did not. Le- she was leaving a lot of details hidden. Um, I have her journal. You have what now? I I have her journal. It was on the ground over here. And uh, she definitely was not telling us everything about the ritual. Uh, Well, no dip. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of hindsight now. Um, This list is kind of horrifying. I'm not going to lie. Arthur, um, okay. Listen, okay. Reddit only had so much. I don't know where she got this information. Arthur, I'm going to ask you for a really weird favor right now. Uh, this ain't real. This is just a real fucked up dream. We ain't really here. Uh, I... Look, man, can you kick me? Just kick me. Kick. What? Just do it. Kick me. You... And I, I just kind of spread my legs. Oh. Just just wake me up, man. I, I need to wake up. Oh, Jesus. Oh. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Arthur's just kind of like looking around like, guys, um, I guess. And then I just like, I, I kicked you in the leg. <laughs> Roll a d4 for damage. I have my d4 ready this time. But I chose a dark d4, so it's kind of hard to see in the dark. One. All right. You take <laughs> one damage, Ned, and, uh, and you don't wake up. Now your shin just no, fucking hurts. No, 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 no. This ain't this ain't real. This Dad, ain't real. Dad, I just wake up. <laughs> Is it just um Ned and Arthur talking and Ryan is still looking out the window at the moving water tower? Yes. Ryan was trying to get you all to come look at it and 
um, Ned stopped Arthur from doing it. Um, Samantha's gonna go over to the window, even though it seemed like Ryan is walking away, but Samantha is gonna go look at the window since the sound was... She said that said she was the one who had heard the sound in the first place. I'll do the same for you that I did for Ryan. You don't even have to roll. There is a dark shape that is taller than the trees that is moving along the tree line. Ryan is going to walk over to uh, Ned and just kind of grab his face and make him look at me and like, Nigel, worry about if this is real or not later. We need to go. And then he's going to turn to everyone else and be like, we all need to go now. Um, yeah, there's, there's something out here. I, I don't, I don't know if going outside is the best idea, though. You want to be in a flimsy wooden treehouse when that thing comes this way? Because I'd rather be in a car that can move. Do you want to be out there with that? In a car that can drive around it? Yes. Samantha, since you're still standing at the window, roll me an alertness. That is a 24 out of 62. 24 out of 62. As you watch this shape move, it does not look like it's getting any closer at the moment. It looks like it's just moving. I think we have some time to figure out what the hell is going on before that thing comes this way. I don't even think it knows we're here yet. But there's a good chance that if we go outside, something worse than what that is, or I don't even know what that is, gets us. Did you not just see what the hell happened to Ashley, whose body's not even here anymore? We need to get our bearings first. Ryan is going to wheel around and grab Arthur's uh, front of his shirt. And like push him up against a wall and just be like, start talking, Arthur, because you know more than us. Now. All right, all right, all right. So, Ashley got a little extreme. She uh, she didn't just need fresh blood. Um, she also needed the hair of a deceased loved one. She uh, also, uh, I don't know how she got this or these next few. Um, a, a, a cat femur grounded to dust. What? Uh, did she have a cat? Uh, I, I, I think so. I don't remember. Arthur uh, just like hands over the list, and you see what else is on there is uh, a dog's heart, a uh, horse's liver, and the finger of a father. I fucking told you she killed her parents. Yeah, I'm still coping with that knowledge. Um, you guys have been in contact with her since this happened, and her parents have been fine. Uh, they're probably fine then, but not now. <laughs> yeah, what other fathers does she know that she could just take a finger of? doesn't say it has to be a finger of her father. I still think her parents are dead. This is Melanie talking, not Samantha. And Samantha has known Ashley her whole life. Ashley did not have a cat. She's flustered right now. She can't think. Uh, um, 
Arthur's still kind of mind blown that like this stuff's actually real. So he's just like, Jesus Christ. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. You got any pets? Uh, I believe we have some, uh, purebred dogs and a couple of, uh, show ponies, but, uh, no cats that I can remember. Yeah. Well, I, I don't rightly know right now. Um, what should we do? I, I kind of agree with, uh, with, I don't even know. I, I just don't want to be here anymore. This place is terrifying. Samantha turns to look back out the window to see if I can't remember. Did she ride Anubis here or did did she drive? You guys came here straight after school. So my assumption was that you all drove. Yes. Okay. Um, Samantha's going to turn to look out the window and see if their cars are still there because at this point She's come together that they are not in the same realm as they were when they first started this. So she's going to look to see if their cars are even, like, here. The cars are indeed there. But from where you're standing up in the treehouse looking down at them, they, under the moonlight, look like they are covered in rust. And have like overgrown vines over them. They look like they have been parked in that place for a hundred years. Guys, I don't think we're driving out of here. Why? What do you mean? Just The cars are basically totaled. What? We've been here for like five minutes. Come look. They're covered in vines. Oh, my dad's gonna kill me. And they look broken down. Vines. It's been like an hour at most. I go running to my car. I do like the firefighter slide down the uh, ladders. I just put my legs on the side and slide down the ladder and run over to my yeah, car. Yeah, my ass you do, not without an athletics check. Oh, well. <laughs> I thought just saying it might get me there. All right, athletics. 77 on a 30. On a 30s? <laughs> That's a crit fail. Oh, Ned. Sorry, I had to cough because I got I so excited. All these <laughs> yeah, I was saying, it's probably on my recording at this point. <laughs> so you go... Oh, hell, get out of my way. Get out of my way. My dad's <laughs> going to kill me. I'm, I'm not going to make you take any damage or anything so don't worry about that this is going to be more crit fail for funny you go to put your hands and feet on the side of the ladder and you actually start to slide down and this has always worked in the movies and it's so cool and you look down to see just how fast the ground is coming up at you but what you don't take into consideration is the fact that right in front of your face is the ladder so you hit your face on one of the rungs of the ladder and about halfway down fall the rest of the way to the ground. Oh my god, Ned, are you okay? Oh, uh, Ned! Would you define okay for me? Hey, <laughs> hey, Ned. Are you dead? No, no, I'm Ned. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the mid-roll for the Let's Play Pretend podcast. 
Today, we are visited with a very special guest. We have Mr. Cody Beamer. He is the owner of Iron Knight Recordings, and he helped us with our theme song. Everybody, let's go ahead and give a good hand for Mr. Cody. Oh, listen to that. He has obviously listened to the show. He knows that that is a thing that our players love to do. Mr. Cody, how are you today? Doing pretty good. Another good day at the studio. Can't argue with that. Oh, I know. I'm so excited. I get to be here with you instead of you in the studio with me. It's an absolute wonderful and pleasurable thing. So go ahead and let us know, what are you doing nowadays? What are you working on at the moment? I've got a lot of projects, actually. Um, a couple of vocalists coming in from, from outside. They haven't sung in, in quite a while, so... They've gotten excited about a couple of ideas. They've heard some covers that I've done on other songs. Um, it's got them interested enough to get back into into doing vocals again, which is really cool uh, to kind of pull somebody back out of what I think is a small retirement, right? So, oh, absolutely. That's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. So, I don't have too much time that I'm able to hang out with you, but... We do know that you may be having some voices in the show, and that's obviously very appreciated. But beyond that, please tell us, where is it we can find your music? Where is it we can find you on the internet? So right now I've got a YouTube page opened up, Iron Knight Recordings is the name of the studio. So you can go on YouTube, go on YouTube and type in Iron Knight Recordings. You'll find uh, my studio site there. Uh, still working on uh, a couple of bugs with getting some things out onto Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, you know, all the major streaming services. We're trying to make sure we get that stuff out there, too, because it's it's a joy. It's a lot of fun to do this kind of stuff, and uh, everybody that gets that chance to, to sing again or play again, we want to give it to them, get it out there. Well, that sounds wonderful, Cody. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to go ahead and make sure that we put links down to your stuff down below. That way everybody can find it nice and simple. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, of course. You enjoy that beer now. Bye-bye, and let's get back to the show. Hey, Ned. Yeah. You still didn't wake up. Yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of coming together. Uh, now is not the time for jokes, Ned. Arthur's going to scurry down the ladder and try to help Ned up. Ryan is going to turn around and start uh, searching the entire uh, treehouse to see if he can find anything beyond what uh, Arthur found. Come on, Arthur, let's go to my car real quick. I got something I got to try and get out of there. All right. Are you okay, man? You, like, fell hard. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I've been hit harder. Like, I, I don't mean to be a rude, but if, if I wasn't traumatized right now, I probably would have laughed. Man, you handle trauma pretty well, bud. Samantha, are you staying up in the treehouse with Ryan? She is torn on what to do because she doesn't want anybody to split up. So what Samantha... Samantha... What Samantha does Samantha. <laughs> is Samantha. 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 Dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Um, <laughs> Samantha is gonna go over to the window to make sure that Ned and Arthur are okay, 
while at least holding a candle so Ryan can see in the treehouse. Okay, so what I'm going to do at this point is roll a d4, and it's going to be an odds or evens, and it's even. It was a two, so what I need right now is I need for Nick and Matt to remove your headphones. Samantha. Samantha. Samantha, you are kind of looking down. You see the two of them are talking next to the cars and Ryan is rummaging around in the treehouse. Go ahead and roll me a search, Ryan. All right. That is a 10 on a 40. That's a 10 on a 40. So what you do see, aside from childhood memories, pictures, that kind of stuff of the things that you would assume are still there, is you see some of the burned remains of what was in the bowl. When Ashley's body hit the table, the bowl, she landed on the bowl and the bowl flew across the room. So you do see some charred pieces of what was in the bowl. And they do indeed look like they could be a little fleshy. And one thing in particular with the 10 that I will say that you find is the finger of the father that she used. And it still has a wedding band on it. Uh, Ryan is going to gently pull the wedding band off. Um, and I'm assuming in this kind of light, I'm not going to be able to see any inscriptions in it. Correct. Uh, so he is just going what, to... What is that? Plus the fact that, you know, it's covered in blood and charred. So oh, it's going to take too. some work to, to actually be able to read anything on it. Ryan looks at Samantha and is like, uh, well... Arthur set a finger, and this looks like a wedding band. Hopefully, it can tell us. She, God. Hopefully, it can. Okay. Uh, hopefully, it can tell us maybe where the finger came from. It's not much, but it might give us some answers. She kind of sighs and then like glances out the window at Ned and Arthur, and then slowly walks over to Ryan and holds out her hand. Can, can can I see it real quick? Yeah, here you go. And he hands it over to her. She takes it and with the candle in her hand holds it up to see if she can, with the, the little bit of light she has, to see if she can see anything on it, if she recognizes it. Um... Like I said, it's covered in blood and kind of like soot and that kind of stuff. Like it's it's very dirty. So what I will allow you to do is to roll me a search. But I'm going to have you roll me a search at a negative 40. Oh, Jesus. So what exactly does that mean? So what's your search score? Do I even really have to roll it? Because my search is only 20%. Um... You didn't put anything into search, huh? I put absolutely nothing into search. <laughs> I would say I need to know if you fail or crit fail, but 
crit failing I'm isn't gonna really crit fail going it no to, matter what. Well, crit failing isn't really going to affect this rule, so we'll just say no, you don't find anything because of how dirty the ring is. Okay. And I will I say know. as far as what you're looking for, that's the only thing of of significance that you find. Uh, quick question. When I was looking around and found the bowl, does the treehouse seem older like the cars, like Samantha said? Or does the treehouse seem the same? Treehouse seems the same. Okay. So Samantha's just gonna kind of hold on to the ring for now and just slip it into her pocket. Okay. I think, uh, I think we should go join the others and not much else up here that we can find. That's probably a good idea. I don't like all of us being separated anyways. Yeah, and if the cars are out of commission, it's going to be a long walk back to town. If the cars are dilapidated like this, I'm curious to see what the rest of the town looks like. That's something I don't want to think about at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. Um, So Samantha will, at that point, go down the ladder to meet up with Ned and Arthur. Ryan is going to snag like a couple candles and take those with as he goes down the ladder. Perfect. All right. What I'm going to have you guys do is remove your headphones and I am going to uh, type here and let uh, Arthur and Ned come back for their scene. Um, Guess who's back? Back Back again. again. Are you? Me and I are sharing a, a sharing a chair right now. You're sharing a chair? We're sharing a chair. Because she is a selfish bitch and will steal my set every time I get up. Sharing yeah, a chair is like my favorite cat. indie screenplay. <laughs> it's pretty off record. Uh, Arthur, I-, I need you to do me a favor, man. Yeah. Uh, so... I know you don't normally sit in the front seat of Ryan's vehicle, but can you kind of like get in the front seat of his vehicle real quick? Look in the glove box. There should be I like a ca- front seat. Well, you ain't sitting down there, sweetheart. I need you to get into the glove box. He's got oh. a can of spray deodorant in there. Can you grab that out for me? I look at the door. Is it like covered in vines and shit? Yeah, like the vines are going like in and out of the window. Like there is absolutely no way in hell you're getting that door open. Mm, is the glass broken? It is indeed, but the the vines are like... You've played Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Yeah. The cars look like the cars in that game do. Like, like how they are that? almost not even recognizable. <laughs> so the I, I kind of get closer towards the car and... Uh, look towards the glove box and see if I can see any remnant of that. Um, I'm going to make you roll me a search, but only just because of how dark it is outside. No worries. So go ahead and roll me a search, but I will let you roll me a search with a uh, modify it to add 30 to your roll. Ooh. Arthur, what's taking you so long, man? Come on. 26 out of 50. Okay. You see that the glove box isn't even there anymore. Like the door to the glove box is just gone. Do I see anything in there? Nope. I look back to Ned. I'm like, ah, I hope it wasn't important. 
Because there's nothing here, man. Oh, God damn it. All right, come on. Let's go check my car real quick. Maybe we'll get lucky. And I'll go search my car. Okay. Um, I go with. What are you searching for in your car? I'm also trying to find my can of axe that any high school boy would have. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll search. 39 on a 40. Okay. Where in your car did you keep your axe? In the center console. In the center console. So when you go to look at your car, the armrest for the center console is completely gone. And the can of axe is still inside of this one. But it also looks like it is aged. Like it is... You can barely make out the axe logo through all the rust on the can. Uh, I'm going to grab it and I'm going to give it a quick test to see if it sprays. It's so rusted you can't hardly even move the the nozzle. Damn it. Oh. As he's trying to get his axe, I'm kind of look around like our surroundings. Because they were saying that they saw some sort of giant creature by the water fountain, so I'm a little on high alert. Okay. From where you are standing on the ground, you cannot see anything above the trees, but you also don't see anything else around you either. Okay. Are these vines, like, dead, or are they still alive? They are very much alive. Is there any sort of dead plant life around? Um, not that you can see now. <laughs> damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it, it. It almost looks like humanity is gone and nature is finally starting to take over. It looks like nature is actually, like, thriving right now. Is the treehouse pretty dilapidated like the rest of what we're seeing around the cars? Funny, because the other two asked this exact same question. What a shock. And the treehouse is in the exact state that it was when you went into it. Hmm. And at this moment, you see Samantha and Ryan coming down the ladder. I'm going to start walking over towards them as well while they're coming down. Me too, as I keep looking to the left and right, see if there's anything, because I'm a little freaked. Okay, give me just a second to get them back in. Green wipe. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Okay, Ryan's back. Just waiting on Samantha to come back. Samantha. So Arthur's dead. I got my dick stuck in the tailpipe. Uh, A lot happened. It's been an eventful thing. I know. I saw the wavy lines. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Give me just a second. Oh my god. Hey, Ryan. Hey, I got a candle for you, I guess. It'll uh, be a long walk back to town. I'll tell you, waxy in like 20 minutes. I, 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 I guess I appreciate that. Um, so, I don't know if y'all notice this. Uh, turn around. Go ahead and look at the treehouse real quick. It, it's the only thing in sight that's not all sorts of fucked up. We noticed that inside, too. Ryan will turn around. Yeah, like, um, 
Here, this might be the only sane thing I'm going to do for a little bit here. Ryan, take this from me, and I hand you the rusty can of axe that I pulled out of my car. Oh. Uh, Are you trying to tell me something? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you smell bad. No, man, come on. I was about to burn down the treehouse, man, but uh, it's the only thing that ain't changed around here, and until we find something else, I, I don't think I want to be here. There's something weird about that. Yeah, there's something weird about that, because this whole situation ain't all sorts of messed up. Maybe you should go at her house. I... Arthur, I don't know where I want to go. I'm just going to follow what y'all do. I'm barely holding it together here, and I need your help. Do you want to hold on to my kunai for protection? I don't think you want me to have a blade right now, man. Uh, uh, I mean, that's probably a smart idea. I don't think that he should be holding on to anything except for maybe his sanity. Who knows? Maybe uh, insanity keens the reflexes. Ned pats his pocket where he has his grandfather's old uh, whittling knife. I want you all to do me one quick favor. Everybody except for Ryan, take off your headset just for a, a very quick scene. It'll be less than a minute. Okay. All right, taking mine off right now. <clears throat> so when uh, I just want you to know when Ned handed you the can of axe and said that he was going to burn the treehouse down, but he couldn't because the treehouse was the only thing that hasn't changed and was talking about how the, you know, the can of axe was basically, he was alluding to it being dilapidated. In your eyes, there is absolutely nothing wrong with this can of axe. It looks fine. Oh, okay. I was going to text that to you. The cars still look fucked up, but this this one, this can of Axe looks like it was brand new off the shelf at the store. Okay. So, I was going to text that to you, but then I was like, eh, the listeners probably need to know that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys can continue the scene now. You're good. Alright. Uh, Ryan is going to look at the can and look at Ned and just be like, are you sure you don't want to burn it down? This thing feels like it's pretty full. Probably get the whole tree going up. Man, I tried to push the button down. I couldn't even get nothing to squirt out of there, so I don't know how much is in there. It's all rusted over. Uh, man, what what should we do? Um, hold on. In my hold opinion? On. Wait. And he holds up his hands, and he turns to Samantha and holds up the axe can and says, Samantha, what does this look like? Like, a can of axe? Does it look normal? Or does it look like the cars? It kind of looks like the cars. Ryan is going to twist the top of it to open it up and spray it into the air. Samantha, like, she doesn't like the smell of axe in the first place, so she kind of covers her nose. What the hell are you doing, man? What the fuck are you doing? That thing don't work no more. Ryan is going to put a hand on Ned's shoulder and just look at him and be like, Ned, this looks like you just bought it. Man, I don't shop at thrift stores or antique shops. That thing's all rusted and covered up, man. Here, look at it. Look, I can't even push the damn thing down. Nigel, it looks brand new. 
Ryan, what are you getting at? That thing is rusted as hell. You hit your head? Yeah, what's up? I just sprayed it. You all saw that, right? No. It's true. Ned, I want you to give me a... Sanity? No, not yet. <laughs> no, not yet. Trust me, the sanity's coming, but I want you to give me an alertness check with a plus 20. <gasps> I might actually be able to pass. Huzzah! Nope, sure don't. I know. It's a fifty. It's a 55 on an altered 40. The crit fail doesn't do anything in this on this roll, so you're fine on that. But uh, yeah, okay, you can keep going with the scene. Ryan is gonna back up, pull out his Zippo, and just flamethrower it off to the side. Does anything happen? Do we see this? Yeah, yeah, you guys see this, and yes, you do produce a flame. And I want. Everybody else except for Ryan to roll me sanity. 76 on a 73. 39 on a 45. 43 out of a 62. Okay, so both of you that succeeded don't take anything. Ned, you take one. Down to 72. What is your breaking point at? 64. Lost, okay, I was going to say, because you've lost a lot of sanity these last two episodes. I have quite a lot. Oh, God, I'm five away from my breaking point. My sanity was super low. Uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan, hey. Uh, I don't. Give me that. Give me that. And I'm going to try and take it from him. He just hands it over. Does it change? Yeah. Nope. It's still in your eyes. It's still rusted and you can't depress the plunger at all. Okay. All right. Ryan, I'm going to do something real quick. And I'm going to push as hard as I can on the plunger. Uh, Nothing happens. And Ryan doesn't see anything different either? Nope. He, In his eyes, it looks like you are just being a little bitch that can't spray a ki- uh, can of Axe. God <laughs> <laughs> called you a little bitch. Ryan is just going to gently take it from his hands and just do a tiny little psst into the air. And I smell it. Give me an alertness check with a plus 20 again. I need that to smell axe. I can smell that 20 feet away. (laughs) Uh, 34 on an altered 40. You are able to uh, smell just the slightest hint of the axe. Can can somebody else please come over here and look at this? Uh, This ain't just me. This can't just be me. Or just you. I don't know. Whole icy is a rusty can, Ned. I don't. I don't understand. Well, you saw I, the slave door. <laughs> you saw the fire. Yes, but that doesn't explain why we can see a rusty can and he sees a brand new can. Should we be discussing this in an open field right now? Essentially, shouldn't we get somewhere high? Should we hide somewhere? Actually, I think we should go through the cars because if I can see something that's not rusted. There might be a chance that maybe you guys can see something that might be useful. Because uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are... You say the cars look normal to you? No, they're rusted to shit. Oh, okay, okay. I misunderstood. But Ooh. if one of the things that came out of the cars for one person works, something else that works might be nice. 
All right, let's, let's give it a shot. Whatever. I ain't got no plans. Well, if we have to walk back to town, I'd rather do it with something just in case shit goes sideways for the one, two, three, fifth time tonight. <laughs> Samantha starts, she goes over to her car and starts rummaging through it. I'm just going to um, follow Ryan. He's the one with the magic eyes. Before you start rummaging Same. through your car, Samantha, I want you to roll me alertness. Okay. That's a 54 out of 62. You can almost swear, because from this point you can't see it, but you can almost swear that it sounds like the thudding is getting somewhat closer. From the big, big thing? From the big, big thing. <laughs> um... You said I can all like it sounds like it's starting to get closer. Yes, it, it sounds just slightly different, and it sounds like it's getting a little bit louder. Um, I think we should do this quickly and then move on because I'm pretty sure whatever that giant fucking thing was is coming this way. So let's be quick. I don't know if the flame caught its attention, but we we need to get going. Okay, Ryan uh, rushes over to his passenger door um, and tries to get in. Is he even able to, like, open the door, or does he have to go in through the window? You can't even get in through the window. You can see uh, inside, it looks like the entire car has been stripped. It, the way I explained it for the other two in their scene is it looks like humanity has been gone for a hundred years and that nature is finally reclaiming the land. You've got vines growing in and out of the car. The windows are shattered. The door that held the uh, glove box is gone. A, the, the car is just in shambles. Does this go for everybody's cars or just his? Everybody's. So rummaging through them wouldn't do anything? Um, it it would be very hard to get into them. Um, Ned was able to get into his to get to the center console. That's just because one of the windows wasn't completely covered in vines. But from the outside, from what you can see, you're not able to find anything in the cars. Ryan, I might need your magic eyes for a second. You want to follow me over to my car real quick? Uh, yeah. Yeah, come here, come here, come here. And I'm going to put my arm kind of around his shoulder and keep my hand on there. All right, take a look in my window. In that center console where I found this rusty-ass uh, can of Axe, for you it's so perfect. Do you see my cigarettes in there? Uh, Ryan will look in. You're worried and about your cigarettes, Ned? Right now, a little bit. Does Ryan see any cigarettes in the center console? From where you're at in the center console, or from where you're at, you're still outside of the car, so you can't see all the way in. So you'll have to jimmy your way into the car to see down into the center console. Um, so, like, the door is shut, right? The door is shut, yes. Okay. Uh... Ryan is going to turn to Samantha and just be like, Samantha, you said it sounded like it was already getting closer, right? Yeah. 
So let's be quick. Great. Ryan scoops up a rock and just smashes out the window and just using his jacket to make sure he doesn't cut himself, just leans in and starts digging around the center console. Are you kidding me? I just told you the thing was getting closer. So it already knows we're over here. Gotta find our stuff and then we'll run. Little late for stealth, yeah. Ryan, I want you to take one damage. Okay. As you feel something clamp down on your finger. On my finger? What the fuck? Uh, Ryan just fucking lets out a shout, just fucking son of a, and jumps back. Uh, is there something attached to my finger? No, but upon looking at it, it looks like something bit you. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think he was keeping mouse traps in there. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. So holding his finger, he just turns to Ned and just like, uh, I don't think your cigarettes are in there. Something else is living in there. So, uh, it's not happy. Uh, All right. Whose house is closest? (laughs) <laughs> all right. Arthur, um, you, you live just down the road, right? I live close, yeah. I need you all to roll me a D100. Just a straight D100. Oh, shit. Oh, really I think I'm either. 84. Out of 85. Yep. All right, hold on. Get the high rolls out now. 81. Okay. A not nine. Oh, no. Okay, I need you all to write these numbers down. The ones that you just rolled, I need you to write them down somewhere where you can keep them safe. Hang on. I need my spiral. 81, 85, 84, 9. Oh, we gotta keep track of all of our notes? Uh, You can just keep track of your own number. That's fine. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Aria, not meow. <clears throat> Those numbers that you just rolled is the percentage of battery that your phone still has. Oh, shit. no. Oh, shit. Hey, I, I rolled high. <laughs> that being said, I want you all to roll me an alertness check. <gasps> what the actual fuck? Excuse me. That is a 12... Out of 23. I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) 38 out of 62. Okay. 33 (laughs) on a 21. Ooh, okay. 48 on a 60. Okay, so fitting. Ned is the only one not to notice this, but the rest of you, since you're all together, you can stay in for this scene. It's not anything... That's, I don't uh, see dip. The rest of you notice that uh, you hear something. And it sounds like a. Uh, Ryan will check his phone. Samantha okay. also pulls out her phone. Yeah, Arthur checks his phone. Uh, weren't y'all just talking about the thing gonna see us? Now y'all staring at the light? What what? Did pull out your phone. Did it Uh, just buzz? uh, uh, I don't feel nothing. I'll pull my phone out. All of you have a text message from your group text from Ashley. 
And when you open it, it is a picture of Ashley with a what looks like a stone wall behind her. And she looks fine. And the only words for in this text message say, I don't know where I am. Please help me. And that's where we're going to end the session. Oh, my God. <sighs> what the fuck? fuck? God damn it. Oh, boy. Let's play pretend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Let's Play Pretend is Nick Barnett as Ned Dollarin, Breck Black as Ryan Winchester, Matt Check as Arthur Gooseberg, Melanie Derringer as Samantha Williams, and me, Jordan Derringer, as your GM, DM, handler, keeper, and host. Keep up with us to hear firsthand on any fun new developments that may be coming in the future. There's going to be fun new developments coming in the future. And we will see you all here in two weeks' time.